Hey, Drew, have you heard of this uh, Masked Singer show? The Masked Singer. I have heard of it. I don't understand what it is. I just know that it's a bunch of uh, football mascots doing karaoke. Isn't that right? I, I really wish it was, but we'll get into it. It's nothing to say with Josh and Drew. Just running out of ideas on these networks. I I think so. But before we get into it, this is nothing to say. Podcast with Josh and Drew. I am Josh. I'm Drew. And uh, if you want to find us, send us an email at our email at nothing to say podcast at gmail.com. That's nothing to say podcast at gmail.com. Hopefully, we come out with those other accounts once I remember to write them down. Yeah, because we definitely have them, but we haven't really used them. So Twitter actually sent me a reminder. Hey. You made an account, dum dum. <laughs> I haven't I haven't tweeted anything, but I get all the promotional stuff, which is pretty rad. Yeah. So back to this show, the masked singer. The yeah, masked I just feel like singer. I feel like they're running out of ideas on these on these shows, and now this one, I I was under the impression that this show was random singing artists yeah. putting on costumes, singing good karaoke so that's what you thought that's what i thought Mm -hmm. and then you had to try and figure out who they were you know i was like oh i figured the voice would kind of give it away i figured that you would be able to tell their voice you know how you can't mistake in christine aguilera's voice for anything else regardless of what she's wearing so that's what i assumed it was but as i'm finding out now yeah what is it it is not that explain it it to us it is apparently just all spectrums of celebrity putting on costumes and doing mediocre karaoke with a show with a show absolutely and judges and i not really judges though because they're not really judging they're more they're more guessers that's true that's true so it's a panel of of, uh, essentially the 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 quote judges are contestants (laughs) in a sense yeah okay it's it's a very poor concept executed i think even poorer (laughs) Because yeah. you have a couple comics, you have um, what's the name of the singer lady that's on it? Nicole Sch- Schwarzenegger from the Pussycat Dolls. I don't know. What? Whatever. I'm. I'm I. 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 But her name is Nicole. I can't pronounce her last name. Regardless, she's the only real singer. Um, none of the none of the shows sound good. Drew and I haven't seen the show. Full disclosure. Yeah. We saw a YouTube clip because just the thought of this being a show was absolutely repulsive. I, it was. I, I had no interest whatsoever None. to watch a robotic furry go out there, sound ridiculous is what we're finding out because it's not their actual tone of their voice. It's pitched up. It's really well, big. The, just, just the interviews are pitched up. The singing is is them performing. Through auto-tune. But that's, yeah, through auto-tune. Which but makes that's, it awesome. But that's the the gimmick and that's why it's non-singers yeah. singing. So, mm-hmm. of course, you'd never know you know, like we Who saw, mm-hmm. we saw Margaret Cho and yeah. Terry Bradshaw, yeah, and then some other dude who's on the Steelers, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like you would never know what these people's singing voices would sound like. So yeah, yeah you'd you would never really know. Wouldn't. So yeah, it's a bizarre. Well, but you missed the best part. The best part is that they have a little skit where they drop hints of who they are. Yeah. 
So they talk about like Terry Bradshaw was like, I want to kick the Ravens. So you have to put two and two together. A Raven, is he anti-bird? No, I think he's on an American football team. See, the thing with the show is that it doesn't, it doesn't translate around the world. No, it definitely, definitely because no one is watching this crap around the. No one wants to. Maybe in you know what? Maybe in Japan, this does great. I bet this would do great in those a bunch of robotic furries yelling out in a foreign language, and then you take off their hat, and it's like, oh, it's so and so without sounding racist. It's it's that thing, and 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 that would reciprocate better. I don't feel like the American population really cares. Yeah, but I just want to know. I just. To me, anytime you bring on celebrities onto a show, celebrities that are not in the public eye anymore, sure. I always feel like it is just a means of promotion for them. You know, like, I don't know if Terry Bradshaw just released a book recently. I don't know. Mm. I feel like he would have. Yeah. Or like Margaret Cho is about to release a new Netflix special. Sure. And like, to me, like, like none of these are by chance. They are all very specific, purposed yeah, but yeah, but you don't know that. So of course for, I don't know that. Yeah. For those who don't know, Ricky Lake is on the show, which is a personal highlight. I really liked Ricky Lake. I was strangely attracted to her as a younger child. And seeing her reveal, that got me excited. Yeah. In more ways than one. I'm you know, don't look, Drew, but surprise, okay. surprise. So I was I was excited to see Ricky Lake, but not really excited to see a football player. Yeah. An ex football player slash football coach. Um Margaret Cho, she's okay. She's not my favorite comedian, but I really feel like they won me over with Ricky. Like I'm a huge fan now. So maybe do you think singer. do you think it's it's a nostalgia show? No. They're trying to no. they're trying to like bring in like a new audience and an old audience. No. Because it's people the old audience would know and it's and it's gimmicky stuff that the young people might like. I don't I don't I don't think maybe. it's that because Antonio Brown is not a B list celebrity. He's one of the best NFL football players, like players in the NFL period oh, okay he's very very popular so it'd be like getting i don't know like slash to be on the mass singer it's not like he needs to be on a show to promote himself mm-hmm. this is already a super like already a super successful person um so i don't want to say it's like a c actors or c class people but tory spelling like mm. okay yeah all right tory isn't that 90210? May, I don't know. I don't really care, to be honest. Her name is Tori Spelling. I apologize to all the 90210 fans if I'm wrong. Yeah. What was the name of the guy who would squint a lot? There was always a squinter. Anyway, regardless, we're we're getting yeah. we're getting off track here. But the mass singer, yeah. kind of useless. Check it out if you want, but we do not recommend it. Do you want to give it a, a, a rating of a 1 to um, 20? I would give it a toilet sound. Mm. Okay. Yep. I give Ricky Lake a for getting my <laughs> working. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but other than that, I don't know. I'm not a, yeah. it was a pretty much a, it was just a little ketchup squirt. That's all it really was. Ketchup's all right, but no one's really freaking that was out about a, ketchup. That was a very good sound work. Yeah. <laughs> very good sound work. All right. Um, so let's change gears here. Yeah, I think. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, here we go. It's time for our new segment. Um, our correspondent, who was actually subbing in for me last episode, is not in the field right now. He's actually working out of the country in a... Uh, in another thing, Drew, too. Yes. 
So I will be taking over his news okay. duties today. Um, since he took over mine, we have a couple stories. Some of them are a little more controversial than others. So we're going to start off at the top. We're going to go white hot, burning issue, veganism in the veganism. country of Georgia. Of Georgia, the country of Georgia. Not now the state. That, that's in Africa. No, no, it's in Asia. It's in Asia. Sorry, it's in Europe. It's in Europe. Sorry to all the geography majors that are going to listen to this. I doubt any of you are, but it, it is in it is in it is in Europe. Yes. Okay, it's, but that that's got to be Eastern Europe. Oh yeah, it's like an Eastern blocky kind of okay. kind of spot. But anyway, okay. In Georgia, a vegan cafe was actually attacked by a sausage wielding nationalist. Now, something really interesting here. This is one of the only stories I could see happening in the country Georgia and in the state. I can Georgia. absolutely see it happening in the state of Georgia in America as well. I could see someone just really losing it, going MAGA sausage at a vegan restaurant. So um, what, what happened here? Yeah, so essentially what happened is that in Tbilisi, the capital of Georgia, um, they, were, they were having, you know, meeting of the minds and some far-right extremists, you know, spilled into the street and attacked some people. They were already having a little skirmish as right-wing extremists and left-wing extremists. They're good people on both sides, Drew. Um, <laughs> both sides. Both sides. So these the, these far-right extremists come out and they attacked some folks at a Georgian restaurant with um, sausages. So according to the statement here, attackers pulled out grilled meat and sausages and fish and started eating them and throwing them at us. They were just <laughs> trying to provoke provoke our friends and disrespect I, us. I love that, that they also ate... While they were doing this, you know, like here, a bite for me, and then I hit you. A bite for me, and then I hit you. Do you know how awesome this sounds to see? Just imagine it. For those that, you know, that are listening, everyone, close your eyes and imagine the most angry person you can think of just eating a, a pork chop and then angrily just throwing it like a boomerang. Because a pork chop <laughs> yeah. has that shape. Yeah, it has that, has that curvy it's bone. Like, it's like a blade. Yeah. And how awesome that sounds. Now, granted, how painful can a sausage be to the face? Ladies, come on. <laughs> how, how painful can a sausage be to the face? I'm not sure that I'd be too offended. I'd be upset. You know, if I was wearing my best white Georgian outfit. Vegan outfit, yeah. A vegan outfit. But those are mostly like tie-dyes, and you could get a little sausage on your shirt. No yeah. one's going to know. Um, that'll make it even more gr- grungy. And crusty, like the vegans like to do things. Now, is it is it offensive for vegans to be touched by meat? Ooh, I don't know. Because I think the whole idea is that you don't consume yeah. meat products, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Yeah. But is it, is it still offensive if, if a meat product touches you? So, vegans out there, are you guys petting dogs? Are you guys touching meat, ladies? <laughs> um... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, are there any vegans out there? Would you be offended if some if someone was eating a sausage in front of you as angry as they're going to be? Because let's just say they didn't throw them at them, right? Okay. So someone's eating. eating angrily in front of you. What would you do? Well, are they eating angrily, as you just said? Yes. So they're angry about it. So they're trying to cause trouble. They're looking, but they're seething. You could tell they're sweating. They're like, then yeah, uh, then yeah. I think they're they're gonna be they're gonna be offended by that. Absolutely, they're gonna be offended because it is it's it's it is an aggressive move. It is an act of aggression through meat consumption. Oh, that's a lot to deal with. I don't I don't care how angry some as long as they don't bother me. 
I, I don't feel like your emotion while eating should bother you. Now, granted, this story in particular, someone had the meat thrown at them. That's a bit over the top. Sausage, yeah. I'm okay with. You know what? You can hit me with a sausage. It's not the end of the world. I'm not going to go write an article about it. You can hit me with... Now, what grilled meats? I like I like that they chose grilled meats. So that means that they took time to make sure that these foods were prepared in a way that makes them delicious. And sharp. Have you ever had like a nice bark on the outside of some barbecue? Yeah, that's true. That's that, true. That could that could be like a mace. That's true. So I'm arguing for the vegans here. That was an act of aggression. But if if I'm if I'm these far right extremists, I would pr- and if I were going to use these meats as weapons, mm-hmm. I'd probably just boil them. You know, oh, like I wouldn't boiled me. I wouldn't I wouldn't take time to prepare it on the grill, you know, char broil it. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be doing any of that. If I'm using them as weapons, I'm just going to boil it for safety and then just throw it at them. Now that I think about it, it'd be it, it would take longer to get a good because what you want to do is inflict the most amount of pain. Right. If I'm if I'm throwing a meat. Yeah. So you're talking well done. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It has to be as you are talking well done, well cooked as possible. Yeah, yeah. So you're not going for so that takes a lot of time and preparation. You'd also don't want it to be a spear because that means you overcooked it. It'll it'll get actually no. The the longer you cook it, the more rigid and weapon like it becomes. So that's what you do for meats, right? Yeah, you, you can't really do it with a sausage. It'll get weak and whatever. Fish though. Fish. How do you best hmm. cook fish to inflict the most pain? <laughs> Go. What if it's a flaky fish? It's gonna fall apart as soon as you throw it. That's why. So how do you how do you prepare that? You you, you know what you need you need a you need a tuna steak. Tuna that steak. Thing, oh, that thing yeah, gets true. real firm. Yeah, that's a real firm fish. That's not a flaky fish. Mm-hmm. That's gonna hold up when you throw it. So you would go with a flaky fish. I'm gonna no, go not a flaky fish. Oh no no no, that's right, a piece of tuna. I'm gonna go ahead and go. It doesn't say I'm gonna go seafood abroad. I'm gonna go scallop. Oh, a little tiny little an, an overcooked scallop. You could get that lodged in someone's eye and take them out. <laughs> but actually, no, a scallop is great because then yeah. if you get the right size of you know like a real jumbo straw, oh, yeah. it almost becomes like oh, a spitball. That was that's where I was going next. You know, yeah, like I, I get a big one, just yep. throw scallop spitballs yep. at the vegans. And yep. wow, I mean, that's going to, gonna, they're going to be rubbery. You know, if you overcook a scallop, it gets rubbery. It's going to be just all sorts of fun throwing those. Yeah. Um, it, it's, um, let's see. And then, you know, eating them and throwing them at us. They were just trying to provoke our friends and disrespect us is what the bystander said. So provoke our friends, you know. Okay, now provoke would mean that they would do something back. How would you retaliate? to well, meats you have to go with veg and i think you could do way more way damage more damage with, with vegetables veg. oh absolutely a potato oh potato? a carrot uh, oh. You could, a carrot shiv oh you know? carrot you could you could kill someone with a carrot yeah actually now now that i think about it you can do a lot more physical damage with, with vegetables oh yeah root vegetables oh absolutely no doubt root vegetables you could you could get a baked potato piping hot and throw it, you know, in Europe, they like throwing acid on people's faces anyway. They should go to baked potato. Get baked a potato. Piping hot baked potato. You got to take off the foil first. Don't be an ass about it. And then you smash hot baked potato in someone's face. It'll sear their face. And you put the pat of butter so that it melts. Yeah. That sounds painful. So I think we can both agree that in the battle between the vegans and the far right meat-wielding extremists, yeah. the vegans are going to win. The vegans would win if they're aggressive, you know? Yeah. And uh, speaking of aggressive, we 
are going to aggressively promote our uh, sponsor here. So go ahead and uh, enjoy this commercial. All right. So we're back from commercial. Um, I hope you guys had time to marinate like those steaks did that were used to fight in the great battle of the Georgian vegan cafe. Our next story we have up here, because we're still going to talk about some awesome stuff here, as we're staying in Europe, you know. Europe, yep. Europe, they are founding fathers sort of yep yep and um they tend to do things a little different over there they tend to uh you know they speak different languages they cook differently they have different um customs than we do and in germany there's actually a woman who claims a boeing 737 airplane is her boyfriend and she's convinced she's gonna marry this plane now are we talking about a full jumbo jet yeah, so this is someone that has objectophilia, and um, objectophilia. Yeah, that's, that's what a it new is. one. That's, that's what a it new is. one yep. to me. I've never yep. heard of objectophilia. Yeah, and what she is doing here is that she's actually in love with pieces of this plane, and you know everything related to the plane. So you could dress it up, you get in bed with the plane, do whatever you want with the plane. As we progress in the article, we talk about you know she's been dating for a couple years, sleeping with it every night. And then uh, she claims to have found pieces of the plane. So now we see her here with what I what I assume is those flappy things yeah, on that, the wing. Yeah, that's a that's that's either an aileron or a flap. And uh, we have some we have some great quotes here. I sleep with my darling every night, either with real components or a one point six meter model. Intimacy is part of our relationship. So this this woman is you know she's having a good time with planes and plane parts. I want to marry my sweetheart and live together in a hangar. It's a special kind of love, and it does not hurt anyone. And she's right. She's absolutely right about that. I, I think if I'm if I'm going to sleep with plane parts, yeah, you know, if if my back is hurting, oh, yeah. I can lie right on it. It'll be a nice firm surface to help keep my posture well. And yeah, it's not hurting anybody. Sure. If this is if she has a legitimate case of objectophilia, in addition to uh, mental problems, then I say oh, I'm, I'm all about sure. it. Sure. But I think if she wants to live in a hangar with airplane parts, I mean, as long as she's still feeding herself and grooming and, you know, and helping to recycle airplane parts, then I think this is a great idea. Yeah. Her form of recycling may be a little different than what you and I do. <laughs> there, there's also a couple other unfortunate things here. Um, the woman's name is Michelle Kabaki from Berlin, and she recalls meeting Schatz. That's the plane's name is Schatz. Schatz? Yeah. S-C-H-A-T-Z. And she first uh, remembers being attracted to his wings, winglets, and thrusters. Now, I ask you, Drew, when was the last time you haven't been attracted to a nice thruster? Wow. Okay. So, have you... I know it's the season. Tis the season. Tis the season. And I think everyone knows what I'm talking about with that vague reference. It's Girl Scout time. And that's exactly that's the sound right. that Girl Scouts make when they sell lots of boxes of cookies. Now, have you have you purchased any this season? No, I have not. I have, though, enjoyed when people buy them and they leave them in my office for my uh, for my. Team what are your What are your top top choices, Girl Scout cookie? I would have to say the Samoa. Samoa. Samoa is number one, but I do like the 
the the ones that they change up every year that have some different flavors. Oh yeah, the fancy ones. Yeah, well they they're not they're not fancy necessarily. They're just different. They'll just change it up every once in a while. But what are your favorites? Well, I did buy. So I have a coworker who has a daughter who's in Girl Scouts, and every year she always hits up my entire team of of people of coworkers. Yeah, and you know pawns off cookies on us. And yep, I of course am gonna buy because who doesn't like a four dollar box of cookies? And but my favorite ones, people. my favorite ones. I ordered Thin Mints, which okay. are of course classic. Yep, and then I also ordered the Tagalongs, which are the yeah. No, 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 not the tagalongs. I like the tagalongs. Not the tag. I I got the dosi dos. Oh, okay. Peanut butter. I like. I love peanut butter cookies. So I went for the peanut butter ish cookies and and the ones without chocolate. So the yeah. uh, the dosi dos. So find your local Girl Scout troop. Buy some cookies while it's them. still the season. Yeah. You know, before we got to start working out uh, off the winter weight. Yeah, that's right. You know, eat them now. But there was a reason that we brought up Girl Scout cookies. Absolutely. And that's because someone was very clever Mm -hmm. in her marketing campaign. And what she did was she used Mr. Jason Momoa's picture to help sell Samoa's. Yeah. And and there's a great actual image. Um, I I don't think Drew can see it, but I think someone helped her Photoshop his his body from Aquaman, like very cleanly Photoshop it onto each box. Wow. So this is someone that put in a lot of effort. I'm assuming someone's mother and or father, or maybe she has two moms or four dads. Whatever, whatever. the family unit is, we whatever support it. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they made this pretty cool box, and I think she's killing it. Apparently, we have a lot of thirsty women out there buying the Momoa Samoas. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. She's really killing it. Hopefully, she doesn't get sued for using his likeness. No, no, he would never do that. He's I, not the type I, that would do I that. I kind of hope he does, though. <laughs> That's awful. I hope he does. <laughs> no, he won't. And um, he's too new of a of a celebrity. Is he though? Because he's been he was on Game of Thrones. He a was while. on Game of Thrones. He but, was Cal Drogo. Yeah, but that was his launch pad. So that was when he was just you know he had one guy. Yeah, but he was good. he was on for one or two seasons. I can't remember. He's the and then only we never one saw him. that. Pork Daenerys, besides this last season, spoiler alert. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I liked, I liked him. But now that he's Aquaman, you know, he's, he's riding high on his new celebrity and good for him. I, I support him. I oh, think he's, I think he's great. Absolutely. Uh, he seems like a real down to earth guy. Look at him. Yeah. All right. So Momoa Samoas, check them out. They're delicious. Get your Samoas, hook up the Girl Scouts. Yeah. Help out a local Girl Scout, buy some cookies absolutely um let's get a little a little off of the news for the for the rest of the show here let's talk about something that is a little passionate to drew and i mm-hmm. and what's that it's technology technology yes i'm big on technology i love having connected devices i am oh, not yeah. one, i'm not one of those people that thinks that uh, that is concerned about my information well some information I'm certainly concerned about. I don't want yeah. people to know my social security number and all that stuff. But, but in terms of uh, you know me getting ads for things that I've said in my house because my Google Home Mini is listening. Yeah, uh, I don't really care. I'd ra- again, I'd rather have relevant ads than ads for Ford F one fifty pickups thrown at sure. me, which is what I would get if I were watching like network television. Yeah, my thing is I don't want it to show me ads for stuff that I've said because I don't think they have the right to do it. 
especially since I paid for the device. You know what I'm saying? No. Okay. Can you? I feel like we should get ads on things that are free. So over the air television, give me an ad for it. Okay. Because I'm not paying for it. Yeah. The infrastructure. Yeah, you are using an infrastructure based off my tax dollars. That's fine. But give me the ads because I'm not really paying a ton. Now, everything else, if I pay money for it, I shouldn't be getting ads for it. Can you give me an example? Okay. Um, Hulu. If you don't do the upgrade for Hulu, they give you ads. Yeah. I feel like it should be free if it gives you ads. Personally speaking, I feel okay. like it should be free. Well, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, it's a supplemented cost. That's what that is. But is it? Yeah. I don't think so. Well, is it? No, if I looked at their accounting books, then I would know for sure. But if they want to be profitable, then they have to show some ads to keep the price low enough that people would be willing to pay anything. But that's the thing. The ad, so the ad people, they pay to be on the network. They pay to be shown. So they should have the stream of revenue from the ad people and just have everyone watching their network. Like if Hulu was free, everyone would watch Hulu. People looking for ads want eyes. What I'm what I'm saying is that I don't want to pay for an Alexa if you're going to farm all my crap out to pitch me more crap from my Alexa. Like Alexa doesn't do enough for me that I'm willing to give my way my my information away for free. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. Now yeah, I think I get you. Now giving my information for free is one thing. Having to pay to give my information away is ridiculous. Mm, so okay. that's my biggest privacy thing is uh, okay. if i'm paying for it you shouldn't be able to take my information unless it's free if, if it's free then fine do what you will but get the hell out of here so you're saying that uh, like amazon alexas or like the dots the echo dots should yeah, be free absolutely if they are using it to harvest information to sell you more stuff absolutely but now but is that the case like is it just listening to sell you more stuff i hope so I hope that's all they're doing with it. I hope they're not like, well, let's build a profile. And granted, all this stuff, for those who don't know, it's not your name tied to it. It's called like tokenizing information. So you're basically a number and then that goes into their database. But your personal information isn't tied to that token in any way. But that's the way that they try to like keep you from being totally exposed. But we're getting into the geeky stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about real geeky stuff that hopefully someone here cares about. And it's the 2019 foldable phone extravaganza yeah foldable phones that's that's gonna be the future yeah and i don't know how i feel about it i don't think it's gonna be the future i think it's gonna be the i'm trying to think of a fad in phones that went away pretty quickly the flip phone it, it it's gonna be the flip phone of its time because i just don't see people wanting to go for a th super thick phone because 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 that's the thing well, but that's just that's just where the technology is now it's i think it'll eventually get thinner just like to what to probably the thickness that we're used to now the thickness that we're used to now divided by two do you know how strong those materials would need to be for that thing yeah. to snap into i feel like this is it's too early for this to be a thing because it's just because of the thickness it's it's way too thick okay. i feel like it takes us back three generations of phone it takes us back to iphone three-ish thicknesses so it's not iPhone three G. It's not the idea of a folding phone that you don't like. It's just the current now. It's a folding phone now is what I don't like. A, f a folding phone tomorrow, I could definitely see myself yeah. liking. I don't feel like a folding phone now would be a thing. Now, granted, I I'm going to preface this right now by saying, if in 2019 Apple comes out with a folding phone, I will come back. 
I will eat crow and I will sell you a folding phone, people. Here's what I like about it. Here's what I like about Go it. Go ahead. Well, first of all, I want to see. Oh, I oh my God. This isn't even a I don't stretched like, out photo, dude. I don't like the is, sideways fold. I don't, I don't think that's stupid. What do you mean the sideways what fold? What I want to see is my phone folded oh, hamburger. Hamburger. So that way, when it's Not in my dog. pocket, it's a way smaller. It's more the mm. size of like a small wallet instead of on. this giant flat disc, hold which on. takes up a lot of pocket space. You know, I'm sure you've seen this, and I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of the female listeners do that where what? you know you have your you have your jeans on you have your phone in your pocket yeah. in your back pocket half the phone is sticking out of the pocket because it because obviously like women's back pockets are not big unless you got that thickness back there right then you cover a lot of phone <laughs> you know what i'm saying so girls? you know so like they have people girls walk around with like a phone sticking out of their pocket you know and it would be way nicer if we could just fold the phone in half and then the entire phone fits in your pocket so I think that's that's going to be great, and I think that'll also eliminate the need for screen protectors, because then if if it's always folded in on itself, yeah, it's not not going to get all scratched up. This phone though has a third screen on the outside. Yeah, yeah. Now this particular phone is a pretty poor execution of it, personally speaking. So this is going to be big someday, and I'm glad yeah. that they're trying it out for the first time. You know, I mean, you need to you need to start somewhere. Oh yeah, everything started somewhere, and. And I, I wish Samsung luck in pushing pushing boundaries. I hope they continue to push boundaries so yeah. that way Apple can finally go to hell. I think this is going to push... Well, actually, I know we're running low on time here, but people apparently are not getting phones anymore. People are not getting new phones as right. often. Yeah, that's why so Apple's I, I feel, struggling. I, I feel like everyone is. I feel like everyone is struggling yeah. with cell phones now. Maybe a new form of revenue. Revenue. Revenue, I think. Revenue. And uh, yeah, guys, we ended this in the most geeky way possible, but I feel like we we had a good time. Right, Drew? Yeah. All right. So um, I guess we're done with the stories for today. I am Josh. I'm Drew. And this is Nothing to Say with Josh and Drew. Drew.